today, can you say that you are purposed? I know we always talk about purpose, but tonight we're talking about the past tense of purpose is purposed. So I want to know tonight, are you purposed or uh, resolute in what it is that you have to do? A lot of times we talk about purpose and we're thinking about this great big feat. For example, we might be talking about completing a degree, um, opening a new business, you know, having a, having a baby or even giving birth to a new ministry or just a new phase of our lives. But tonight, we don't want to just only think about your long time, um, something that you're, you're wishing for, you're hoping for, that's far away. We're talking about the now. What have you purposed in your heart now to do? And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So go ahead and grab your notebook, your pens, so that you can um, have some things that you can actually work on, look towards. And we're not just looking at the big picture. We're looking at the little mundane tasks because we know success is based on your daily routine. So if your purpose, for example, to have a degree, I'm just picking something randomly. You have to first be purposed in your mind to complete your assignments to study uh, if you if your purpose is to get a CDL license there's some steps that you have to do so you have to be resolute you have to be purposed in mind that you're going to practice you're going to study um, for the test that they're going to give you you know you're gonna make a, a goal you're gonna make a list so even though I'm a proponent of dreaming big, you know, planning everything that you have to do, none of those things are going to work if you're not purposed in your everyday life. So another word we can interchange for purposed, it could be discipline. Because even though you're purposed, it, it helps you to be disciplined. If you, if you, it's going to be hard for you to be disciplined, to study or to do what you need to do. If, you're, if your goal is, if you're suffering from depression and your goal is you want to have a sound mind, you want to be able to think clearly, you're going to have to be purpose in your mind as to what will you do every day. So whether it is you meditate on scripture every day, you make sure that you align yourself with positive people, positive friends, you get yourself an accountability partner, and so you have to be purposed in your mind uh, to, to be able to complete some of these things that you may want. And so when we talk about purpose, don't get intimidated. Sometimes we talk about dreaming big, aiming high, and sometimes we get discouraged because we feel that we're not making gains. But if we just... Focus in on the now, today. What can you do today? How can you be purposed in your actions, even today? And so don't wait till tomorrow. I know tomorrow is a great word everyone likes to, to use. You want to start your diet tomorrow. You want to start studying tomorrow. You need to apply for a permit or you need to apply for a passport and you keep procrastinating and putting it off and you want to say you're going to do it tomorrow and so for tonight I want you to
be purposed in your mind to get some things done. So if you're not driving, you should have something to write with because you're going to write down some things that you're going to be purposed in for you to complete today. And, um, you know, usually we hear the word purpose being thrown around, but it was just so interesting to me uh, this week as I read in the book of Jeremiah chapter four, and I was reading verse 28 and I got stuck on verse 28 uh, because God was saying that because this is his quote, uh, it says, because I have spoken it, I have purposed it and will not relent nor will I turn back from it. So God is basically saying, look, if I said it, if I spoke it, that means I have purposed it. So he has the intention to make sure it happens. So what dream have you spoken? I know whenever it's the new year, everybody, we speak something that we want. I want us to remember that we were created in God's image and in his likeness. And we know that for God, he uses word. His words is a creating force. When he looked down and he saw the earth in Genesis 1, that it was form and void. There was nothing. It was just darkness. He looked down and how did he create light? He created light with words. He said, light be. In the Hebrew, I know most translation, it says, let there be light. But we know that he said, light be and light was past tense. And so as he reminds us that we are made in his likeness and in his image. So when we speak, our tongues are a creative force as well, because we were created in his image and in his likeness and our words are powerful. We know that it says in scripture that you shall have what you say. So whatever you say is what you will have. So <clears throat> that means it, it's going to take some self-reflection. So you may have said that you, you want to um, accomplish a certain task. Like you might say you wanted to start a ministry for the homeless or you wanted to uh, finish this degree or you, you wanted to buy a home. Whatever it is, whatever is important to you. Because... <clears throat> Excuse me, I want you to know that whatever is important to you is important to God as well. And so if a home is important to you, it's important to God. If um, maybe you might have a goal to be married, if that's important to you, it's important to God. You're, you're, um, you might have a goal to, you know, get a degree so you can not only just further your education, but advance your career, etc. If that's important to you, it's important to God as well. And so in order to get anything done, you have to purpose it in your heart. You have to, to, to be purpose, past tense. So you have to know, um, just like God said, he said, because I have spoken it, I have purposed it. And it says, I will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. And so if you are God's child today, we know that you were created in his image and he wants you to, to come on back to him and let's do things his way because his way is the way that's going to lead you to a path of success. Now, 
He is the one who already has the path laid out for you. But sometimes because we're distracted with what's going on around us, we lose sight of the path that he has for us because sometimes we think we can, um, we can get there a shorter way, an easier way. But in the end, you know, it says the blessing of the Lord makes it rich and he adds no sorrow to it. So you may have a short, easy way to get a house that may not be totally legal. You might have to do some things, some shady things. You know what? If a house is important to you, it's important to God and he knows how to get it to you. Because he said, um, whatever you ask in my name, I will give it to you. And so what we try to do is we try to go an easy way, not realizing that God says, you know what? He says, I know the plans I have for you. And it's plans of shalom, which is wholeness, success, favor, goodness. And so he has plans for you. And so don't give up on him because he's not giving up on you. He has the path in front of you. So whatever you need, God has. And remember, if you try to go at it, uh, what's, what's seemingly a shorter way, there's going to be sorrow added to it. But when God gives it to you in his timing that you have to trust him, there will be no sorrow added to it. You'll be able to enjoy it. As it says in John 10, 10, Jesus said that I have come that you might enjoy a rich and satisfying life. That's one of the versions um, that says it. It also says, I have come that you may have life to the full until it overflows. And so we want to keep that in mind when we have things. So if you want to plan for something, you have to be purposed in your mind that what you do today has an effect on your five years from now. So sometimes you want to, to do something great. You want to buy a house, you want to uh, start a ministry, etc. But you have to think about what can you purpose in your heart to do today? First thing would be build your credit up, right? So it may be, it seems like it's long. It may just be a few months. So you, you find a credit repair company and you, you work through that and then the doors will open as you go along. And so, so there are ways that you can do this, but I just want us to think, don't think about, oh my gosh, it's going to be five years. It's going to, but think about today. What can you do today? Remember, all you have is your reputation. And so as you go along, you want to remember that very important fact that your reputation precedes you and how you live is how you will be remembered. And so if you want to be remembered as someone who's purposed, someone who's, who, um, like, like God says, he says, I will not turn back from it. So we know that he will not give up when it gets rough, right? And so we were created in his image. And so he wants us to know, Hey, if you say something, you need to purpose in your heart to get it done and you need to not relent and don't turn back from it. So when we read Psalm uh, 78, we see that that's the one time, it's more than once, but that's one of the places where we saw that. It says God became angry. It used the word wrath. Uh, he became angry because he promised the children of Israel that, hey, I'm going to bring you in this land of promise. And for them, it was taking too long 
So they started to doubt. They started saying, I, I don't know. I think we should have stayed in bondage where we were. And it says that because they did not believe and they turned back, that made God angry. So we don't want to turn back. We don't want to give up. You don't want to settle for where you are. So if you had a great dream, don't stay at an associate's. You know, if that's not what your dream is, don't settle. If you decided that you wanted to be in a safe neighborhood for your children, you wanted them to go to, um, to good schools, whatever, it, but as I said, whatever is important to you is important to God. And so he doesn't want you if, you know, if, because you feel as if it's taking too long or people might tell you, oh, you know, you're dreaming too big, etc. Don't worry about that. You write your dream down, but even after you write your dream down, I want you to purpose in your heart for today, what you're going to do today for you to get to that lofty goals. It's not going to just happen overnight. There's some steps that you need to do. There may be some people you want to open a business. I know we have, um, there's score S C O R E, where there's retired, um, individuals who, uh, just give you free advice for opening businesses. There's a small business um, association. So you can find ways that you can get help to find out what little things can you do while you wait for that great dream that you have. And so we're not going to sit down every day, you know, and blow off every day, but yet still we're waiting for this big dream. So we all know we have purpose. I know because when I talk about purpose, sometimes people tune out because they're thinking, yeah, that's for people who, you know, people who are educated, people who have money. People, no, it's for everyone. We know Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I know the plans I have for you. He meant you. He meant every single person. Just like how when we have children, we have plans for them. We just want them to succeed. We want them to be emotionally healthy and whole. And it's the same thing with God. He wants us to be emotionally healthy and whole as well. That's why shalom means wholeness. He wants us to be fully whole. And so as we go, go down and kind of look at the character of God, we have to take that character upon ourselves. Because we know that we were made in his image. So he wants us to, when we look, when people look at our character, it should emulate God's character. And we know that God is so bold and confident when he speaks. And he tells us that if I have spoken it, I have purposed it, I will not relent, nor will I turn back. That's Jeremiah 4, 28. And then when we look through in look at more of God's characters in Numbers 23, 19, he says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he spoken and will not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? So there it is again. He's making sure we know that when he says something, he will do it. So even if you don't see any evidence of that thing coming through, which we know faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things can't see, can't you can't see, touch, or taste. And God is saying that if you know that he has put something in, in your heart for you to do and you know it's 
from him, he wants you to stand in that and he wants you to have faith in that and not turn away from that and not give up and not look back. It says, if he has spoken, will he make it good? So we could say, well, that's God. But remember, he said in his word, whatever, um, whatever you spoken that you shall have. So you shall have whatsoever you say. And um, as a man thinketh, we know it says, so is he. And that just tells us that because we are created in his image, he wants us to have that. Because he also said to approach boldly into the throne of grace. So when you come, he wants you to be, to be bold, right? He wants you to come not begging. If you look in um, Hebrews 4, 16, it says, let us then approach the throne of grace with boldness. So when he, when he speaks something, he know what happens. He wants that when we come to him and we talk, that we are bold. Because we might think that when you come to God, he wants you timid and begging. But no, he's saying, you know, when you come to me, come boldly. He wants you to be purposed at, in, in what you're doing. He wants you to, to be um, confident that he is hearing you when you pray. You, you're talking to a God who is alive we're not talking to a God who's dead and his word is alive. So if you don't know what to say, just say what God said. So if you don't know what your dream is, just say what God said. And so we know in Deuteronomy 28, he says, I will make you the head and not the tail. I will bless you. I will bless everything you do. He says, everything you put your hands to will be blessed. That's what he said. So. Even if you can't think of anything else, just repeat what your father told you. That's God is your father. And that's what he said. He said, everything you touch is blessed. He said, you are blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you're going out, blessed when you're coming in. And so when, when you speak, you have to purpose in your heart and believe what you're saying and trust God enough for that. And don't look to the left. You don't need a shortcut to get there. He will get you there. He has it for you. If it's not from him, you don't want it anyways, right? Because we know when he gives you something, he adds no sorrow to it. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. Once God says it and he gives it to you, it is good. <laughs> he said he gives good things to his children. And so that's just um, basically all that I want to be able to share out with you today is for you to be purposed in your heart. You have to be purposed about your purpose. You have to be purposed about your dream. But it's not about the dream only that's five years from now. Be purposed about today. How are you going to spend today? What are you going to do today um, that's going to help you for your tomorrow? So you're going to have to write down what it is that you need to do. You might need to try to pay your bills on time so that your credit could get repaired. You might need to spend more time with your children so that you could be a better parent and so that um, your kids are more emotionally healthy. You're giving them all the attention. You're able to read to them. If they can read already and they're, they're older, you're able to talk to them about their day and spend time with them face-to-face -face, looking at them and talking and so I know I was fortunate enough that um, although my dad was 
uh, a businessman and he was a pastor. My mom was able to stay home with us and be able to have that conversation with us and spend time talking to us. I know everyone doesn't have that luxury, but it's going to be uh, quality beyond quantity. So they might not be, you might not be able to spend a lot of time, but the times that you can spend with your children, you can make it meaningful. And so you have to be purposed in your heart to become a good parent. You have to be purposed in your heart to be a good spouse. It's something that you have to purpose. You're not going to just attain that one day out of the blue. It's something that you have to purpose in your mind that today I will say only positive things to this person. All right. So it's not just for, it's for your whole life. It's not just for business or for a dream that has to do with something with your career. It's with every area. So you don't wait till next week to start walking 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. You have the purpose in your heart. You're going to eat smaller portions. You're going to take a walk. It's all about your health. You're not going to lose 20 pounds today, but if you purposed in your heart to lose 20 pounds, you can at least try to lose a pound or two pounds a week, etc. And then you're going to get to that. So you have to purpose in your heart to eat smaller portions and walk a day. And then you won't have to worry about the 20 pounds. That's going to come as you go along because you've already, um, you know, tackled the, the tough thing. So purpose in your heart today. So whatever it is that you have that you're trying to attain and you're about to give up on that, don't give up. It may seem like a far away. It may seem like you, you can't reach it. You can't grasp it. Not to worry. Just focus on today. Be purposed that you're going to do something before you go to bed tonight. And then you're going to start over again in the morning. And so you're going to be purposed each day. And that's how you get to the great place that God has for you. All right. So I can't wait to hear from you. Make sure we get to hear from you and let us know that we are inspiring you and that we're encouraging you to be the best you that you can be because God have already purpose in his heart for you to be great. So you're going to have to join him in believing that you are great, just like he said. And I'll see you again next time for more inspiration.